Welcome back to episode what the fuck uh, episode six of the Cox Talks podcast. Thanks for tuning in. Hope you're enjoying the show. Thanks for listening. If you're a devoted, loyal listener of the last few episodes, the last five episodes, I guess we hit that little bonus episode last week. There, uh, got some good feedback on it. Uh, we're gonna get into that a little bit later. Coming up today on the show. So. Uh, on the bonus episode, we talked about donuts and bakeries. We're going to touch on that. I'm going to rip a few people here. I'm not going to name names, but some people are getting ripped. Um, I got a poop location for you. I got a public poop location. Uh, pretty good, actually. I bet you nobody ever thought of this one. Kind of kind of interesting. Got it from a buddy of mine. Um, it, made, <laughs> it fucking made me laugh, that's for sure. And yes, of course, uh, as advertised, our guest this week is Rick Rowley, internet, Instagram, I guess, Instagram sensation, stand-up comedian, uh, content creator. I started uh, following this guy during the hockey season there, and he's always carving the Leafs. He's always hacking on them, throwing jabs at them. Um, so I immediately took attention with me being a Boston fan, not a Leafs fan. And it's not so much that I hate the Leafs. I hate Leaf fans. You guys are the most unrealistic bunch of fucking slugs I've ever met in my life. Okay. And I'm not going to get into that. As I always say on this episode, that's another topic for another episode. So we'll get into that someday. But yeah, check out Rick Rowley on Instagram if you haven't checked him out already. You can follow him at Rick Rowley3. And yeah, he was good enough to catch up with us uh, via Zoom. Uh, and we just kind of shot the shit with them, you know, got to, got to know them a little bit and had some fun, had some laughs. So stick around for that interview. Uh, it should be a good one. Uh, we had a lot of fun doing it. So hope you guys enjoy it too. As always, questions, comments, concerns, dilemmas can be directed to coxtalkspodcast at gmail.com. And of course, you can follow my social media page at the Cox Talks podcast on Instagram. You can slide into the DMs there if you got anything you want to go over. And uh, that's where I got some of my feedback from the bonus episode regarding public places to smash a shit and uh, some bakery, some bakery ideas. Um, I didn't get as much feedback on the bakeries and stuff as I thought, but the stuff I did get feedback on was a little bit of a fucking letdown. Okay. So, yeah. So we're going to get into that in a minute. But first of all, we got to pay some bills around here on the Cox Talks podcast. So, hey, you went to an auction, your your round baler caught fire this year, and you need a new round baler on the farm. Well, that's great. You bought a new round baler at an auction up near Owen Sound somewhere, but you got to figure out a way to get it home because you're not towing it all the way home to Newcastle from Owen Sound. So you need it trucked home. So who are you going to call? You're going to call Amara Farm Services, okay? Ty Crothers and his staff at Amara Farm Service safe, secure, hot shot service. They're going to get that round baler home for you safe and sound and at a reasonable cost. Once again, that's Amara Farm Service, Ty Crothers and his staff. You can find them anywhere on social media at Amara Farm Service. If you really need to dig them up, you can look on the Cox Talks podcast Instagram page and uh, I'm either promoting them or uh, I'm following them too. So you can look up Amara Farm Service there for all your hot shot needs. So now that that's out of the way, let's get into this. Let's get into this bakery thing a little bit, okay? So I I had said last week on the bonus episode that you know if you know of a really good place to get donuts or or baking of any sort, really mostly donuts, because I did say that I am a bit of a donut connoisseur, to uh, give me some feedback and let me know where the best donuts are. 
Okay, now let me let me first say that I understand that 90% of my listeners are from Ontario. And within Ontario, probably 90 out you take that 90%, I don't know, is this real math, but if you take that 90% and you put it down into so 60% of the 90% are probably from right here in fucking Durham region, which is where I I I live and and grew up. So one of the first fucking things I get is is from people, and I got various of these messages. So if if you sent me a message telling me that I need to check out Braden's Bakery in Uxbridge and try their donuts, let me go on and say I got about 27 of those messages telling me to check out Braden's Bakery in Uxbridge. Now, here's what I want to fucking know, okay? I have lived in Uxbridge for 30 of my 38 years. These people that messaged me telling me to try Braden's Bakery in Uxbridge have known that I have lived in Uxbridge for 30 of 38 years. And you guys come at me and tell me to try Braden's Bakery in Uxbridge. Fuck. Do you think that I've never tried the local bakery? Do you think I've never tried their donuts? Like, seriously, have you seen the barrel I've been carrying around lately and you think I've never stepped foot in the local Uxbridge bakery? Give me a fucking break. Knock it off, okay? You used to walk by Braden's Bakery every day pretty much in high school on your way to two-for-one pizza. Or it was right down the street at the time from Square Boy Pizza. Maybe the best pizza shop Uxbridge has ever had. Square Boy Pizza and subs. Um, anyhow, just to let you know, here's where I'm at on Braden's Bakery. Beautiful, quaint, local, family-owned little bakery. Quality, quality baking in there. But their donuts, they're not that good. Okay, they're not that good. I'm going to get it out there. First of all, first of all, and I get it, they're, they're a family-owned bakery, but first of all, there's no preservatives in those donuts. So if you get there after 11.30 a.m., the donuts have already started to go stale. If you don't eat those motherfuckers by 1 p.m., they're pretty much completely stale. And don't tell me I'm wrong. Okay, don't tell me I'm wrong. Food, junk food in general, is one thing I am an expert at. There's not many things in this life I'm an expert at. Also, the problem with Braden's Bakery is the donuts are too fucking small. I'm a man. I like a man-sized fucking donut. I want to eat a donut so big. First of all, it's a challenge to get through. Second of all, after I eat said donut, I want to be so full that I can't actually physically eat another one. Well... See, the thing with Braden's Donuts is I have to eat about six of them to fucking get satisfied. Okay, so that's why they just weren't tops on my list. I respect Braden's Bakery. They are local. I get it. Shop local, blah, blah, blah. But there's lots of places around Uxbridge to get donuts. Okay, Braden's Bakery's not at the top of my list for donuts. And I've, as I mentioned to a friend of mine on Twitter... If you think Braden's Bakery is the best around, you need to get out of town more often. And I get it. Fucking COVID. Uh, we can't go anywhere. Stay local. Shop local. Blah, blah, blah. Fucking get out of town every once in a while and go check out some other bakeries. Okay. So another bakery that came up was Hank's in Port Perry. I'm not even going to go down this path. I've never heard a bad thing about Hank's except for the fact that it's in Port Perry. 
If you for you people out there that know me personally, you know my feelings on Port Perry. Okay, it's the whole Springfield Shelbyville thing to put it into context. You know, the Simpsons, you know, Shelbyville is their little rival town and they hate each other and they won't step foot in, in each other's towns and it's a whole thing. Okay. If I go to Port Perry nine times out of ten, A, I have to wear a fucking disguise because I'm pretty sure people in Port Perry want me dead, mostly for the things I've said about that town and my feelings toward that town. So I can't give Hanks any credit as much as I want to. Okay. And being the little bit of a tr the traditionalist that I am, I have to hate Port Perry. And someday we're going to have a whole episode based on my hate for Port Perry. But you know what? I grew up in a small, in small town, Canada, playing hockey against that small town, Port Perry. You're supposed to hate the town next to you. It's the way it fucking goes. You're supposed to hate them. It's totally natural and it's totally healthy. Okay? So don't get, don't Karens, all the Karens out there, don't fucking come at me for hating Port Perry. Okay? It's allowed, it's natural, and it's healthy. Okay, now, one more donut spot to, uh, to, to, to go over here. The Big Apple in Brighton, I guess it is, Brighton, Ontario, down the 401, you, you can't miss it, if you're driving eastbound on the 401, they got the Big Apple right on the side of the road, I've never been in there, I've never checked it out, but, good friend of mine, friend of the show, told me to check out the Cherry Crunch Donut at the Big Apple, so, I'm not going down there anytime soon, so if anybody that, that's a listener here can confirm that the Cherry Crunch Donut is top-notch, let me know. Let's get it out there, and uh, let, let's 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 keep on this path of finding out uh, Ontario's best donuts and baked goods, okay? So, speaking of baked goods, let's bring in our guest for today's show, Rick Rowley. Um, yeah, like I said, I had the pleasure of catching up with him on Zoom and uh, we, we just shot the shit for a little bit, got to know a little bit about him. So uh, so Ricky's your typical Canadiana guy. You know, if you've seen some of the voice crack there, if you've seen some of his stuff on Instagram, you know, he looks like he's guzzling some fucking uh, Molson exports and he's ripping some darts and usually looks like he's about 60% fucking stoned. But just an all-around beauty, good guy, good guy to have a talk with. So uh, here we go. Let's bring in Rick Rowley. All right, on the Cox Talks podcast, I'm sure you've seen some of his stuff on Instagram. If you haven't, you're pretty much a fucking loser. Welcome to the show, Rick Rowley. How are you? Hey, what's going on, buddy? Thanks, uh, thanks for having me. Yeah, no worries. It's uh, thanks for coming on. You're like you're a fucking celebrity, so it, you don't have to thank me. I got to be thanking you. You're you're pretty much a big a big swinging dick around here. Oh, well, geez, thanks. I appreciate it. making my head a little big, buds, but uh, no, it's it's always great to have people who enjoy my stuff, and uh, you know that that, that want to talk to me, and I I like to take as many opportunities as possible but just, and it's not like we're meeting up in person so there's a chance that you could like slit my throat or something so uh you know oh yeah i, I, just, I hear what I you're saying oh yeah so <laughs> i first stumbled upon your stuff on instagram like all hockey season you're you're obviously a big fucking diehard leafs fan i don't mm -hmm. really know why but part yeah. of it was i love listening to you chirp the fucking leafs because i hate well i shouldn't say i hate the leafs yeah. i hate leaf fans 
Okay. Like, like Vito yeah, from yeah. Woodbridge, you know, the guys that have never stepped on the ice in their life, but all of a sudden they fucking know everything about the Leafs and hockey. Yeah. I hate those guys. I'm a Boston fan. So watching you carve Ugh. the Leafs up a little bit, I thought Gross. that was fucking pretty interesting. Well, yeah, you and everyone else. I hate the Leafs. I, I've said multiple times, you know, on like, on like my own podcast that they're the most hated team. And um, so, I mean, rightfully so. I trust me, we've given the internet people enough things to chirp us about. But uh, when all said and done, like I, I go hard after everybody, to be honest. But um, obviously the people, they'll choose what they want to get pissy about. But yeah, no, man, the Leafs, like we're screwed, buds, like our whole franchise. And that's, <laughs> that's why I just tear into them. But they're, they're too easy at this point. That's right. Yeah, they're they're a fucking easy target. That's for sure. So you say they're you think they're the most hated Leaf or the most hated franchise. Do you think are they more hated than the fucking Canucks? Yes, because I here's how it goes, buds. Like the more popular you become, the more haters you're going to have. So it's like, you know, I the the Canucks are kind of like right here, and then Leafs and Habs. I would I would argue say the Leafs have probably the biggest fan base i don't i mean montreal it, there could be some bandwagon jumpers now right that province of quebec's pretty big but i think it's it's least so just what because they're the most popular they have the most amount of people like you know like hating them and, and stuff and it's just how it, it just how it goes but it's like even to kind of like compare like when i was doing stand-up comedy maybe like nobody was watching my stuff you know i didn't have as many haters but now that i'm you know, I'm out there more. I have, you know, people like chirping or like, <laughs> I don't know, fuck making threats and stuff like that. So it's just the more you're out there, the more you're going to be hated. So yeah, Canucks, I mean, in essence, yeah, they are hated, but it's, in my opinion, least clear cut win. It's the only thing they can win <laughs> is the most hated franchise. Yeah, for sure. So, so there's a question that you kind of sprung on me there. So with all your Instagram videos hacking on the Leafs, have you actually got like, have you got like threats from people that, like you said earlier, like maybe they want to come slit your throat or fucking kick your front door <laughs> well, in or something? Well, not from, not really from Leafs fans, because I guess people that kind of like know me well enough, like they know that, like I'm just a, I'm just a Leafs fan, right? So it doesn't, so not really, but I definitely, I would say over the last little bit with, um, Montreal like um you know I post a lot of content especially when they're playing each other I was like anti-Montreal and then more recently I've kind of still chirped them a little bit I totally understand from other people's point of views it's like you know I'm a least fan like why am I even talking like you know what I mean like <laughs> our team's out but but the thing is that I'm also like a content creator and I and I you know I like to think that I say what people are thinking and not a lot of people want the Habs in the finals except that circle of Habs fans. So I'm chirping them and I, and I have a right to do so because I'm a content creator. In my opinion, if you don't like it, I don't watch it or make your own shit. But I don't know. Some of these Habs fans, the same ones that are probably shitting on cop cars and lighting stuff on fire, <laughs> the same ones that are telling me that they're going to kick my ass and, it's it is what it is um you know right now they just they're just online shit so i'm just like all right well i don't got time for you you fucking pigeons <laughs> right on so you mentioned like you were doing stand up comedy so 
obviously yeah. with all the fucking COVID shit going on, obviously you're not doing stand up comedy, but all your Instagram, all your Instagram content, is that kind of to keep yourself relevant, to get yourself out there in the comedy world? Like, are you, have you still got some stuff on the go with your comedy? What's, what's going on there? Uh, yeah. I mean, I, it's not, it's not like done because of, you know, just because of COVID it's just, it, it was just hard because like the last like year and a bit, I haven't really done any stand up at all. Like a couple like backyard shows, which I wouldn't even really consider legit, but having like a audience is just like, it's, it seems so long ago. So yeah, I switched over to my podcast and the online content stuff just to kind of keep everything going and um, just, you know, just uh, continue to, I guess, make people laugh because that's what I love doing. And as it turns out, you know, there's, you, things can spread a, like a lot more online, right? Like it just spreads like a forest fire, buds. Like I, so it's to be honest, you get more exposure from online than just doing stand up comedy in some <laughs> basement bar that looks like the setting of Saw, which is like literally what some of these, like stand up comedy is not glamorous at all, buds. Like I would, anyone who's thinking about doing it, I'd say don't, <laughs> unless. You know what I mean? But then when yeah, people yeah. ask me, well, why do I do it? I say, well, it's because I'm too far deep, but it's not, there's so many like shit shows that you have to do. And so, yeah. And anyways, to answer your question, I I've been doing the online. It, they're easier. They're quicker to do. Uh, it's kind of instant gratification, but when standup comes back, absolutely. I'll be, uh, I'll be grinding that out. Right on. Good stuff. So on your, I believe it was your last podcast episode. Um, I heard that you've quit smoking the bag darts. Yeah. I yeah. I, and, and for those who want to know, uh, the name of your podcast is called beauty sauce. Is yeah. That, yeah. That's beauty correct. Sauce. Beauty yeah. sauce. So I was listening to it the other day. So you quit <laughs> smoking bag darts, but are you yeah. still smoking darts? No, no, no. I quit. I quit all that stuff, buds, because, um, well, it, it hard to explain. So I originally just smoked the darts because, well, it's I don't fucking know. Sweet. Fucking, Smoking darts yeah, is yeah, sweet. Exactly. That's why. <laughs> I'm a greasy Canadian, right? But after that, uh, what happened was I moved to Toronto to pursue comedy, uh, like full time and, and all that shit. So I was poor. Like I didn't have a lot of I mean, I still am poor, but I, I was like a lot more poor when I first got <laughs> yeah. here. So I, so I still wanted to smoke, but I didn't want to pay for the, you know, the Canadian classics and whatever. Oh, yeah. So when I would go home and visit my parents, I would stop at the reserve, which is right near um, uh, Napanee where I'm from. And I would just go get bagged darts and I stocked up. Like I'm telling you, I got like three, four months worth of it. And as soon as I brought them to Toronto, I started smoking them. Like I was getting <laughs> dumber. Like I was losing fucking <laughs> IQ every time I was smoking these things. And I was like, man, I got to, <laughs> I got to back off from this shit, man. Like I, so I, so I ended up switching over to vaping, which originally I thought was going to like, and it's, I'm sorry, but va if you vape your, you deserve to get fucking bitch slapped. So I was, I was doing, I was doing that for a bit. And then because I had access to it, like I would just do it like all the time. So finally I, you know, I, my birthday about over a year ago, I just said, I was like, I'm going to try this where I just do Nicorette. So basically for the last year and a bit, all I've done is, is uh Nicorette. And do I think about having darts buds every time? I start drinking. I'm like, how amazing would it be right now just to fucking 
honestly, like even eat some cigarettes, like, <laughs> but, but no, I, I'm trying, I'm trying my best and to kind of stay away from that. It's, it's a greasy habit, buds. And you know, the, everyone knows that like long-term it's, <laughs> it it's, just does a number on your lungs. It's the greasiest, dirtiest fucking habit out there. But having a dart, I think, can make you look so fucking cool, A, eh? and yeah. it can make you look so fucking tough. Like, if you know, yeah. if you wheel into a fucking coffee time or a Tim Hortons and you see a, you know, like a mid 50s fucker leaning against his pickup truck, he's got, you know, yeah. fucking jeans on that have that have built a deck or two in their day and a set of yeah, untied yeah, yeah. Uh, untied work boots and he's got the dart going like that you pretty <laughs> much classify that under do not fuck with right yeah yeah and like I, even the movies like, like back in the day before they knew like all the negative effects of smoking like you see it in movies all the time like people are like smoking like just like casually whether it's like at work before and after they kick ass like you know before and after they smash and like rub one like it's just like it's yeah. it, it's all there but it's like it's not like you know people realize now that it's like pretty like messed up so i don't know i i kind of i did it originally to kind of like try to shave money and now i'm just like hey you know what like my lungs are like breathing like i'm, I'm i i'm not getting winded every time i'm like going to the bathroom so i'm like you know what i'll i'll lay off uh lay off the dart so I've always said you can tell a lot by a person by how they hold their dart. So like, <laughs> so how do you hold, like, are you just, you know, given the peace sign and you hold the dart in there? I like to, when the odd time that I do, I put the dart over my middle finger, but you got to hook, you got to uh, hook the index uh, finger over it. That's like, Where you get like the old, you get like the old glam women, like in their sixties and seventies. And they just put it between their middle finger and their index. And they just, they put their whole fucking palm up to their uh, face and know, they just get that. a greasy haul going. I've seen a few of those before. No, I, I don't really know how I, I had them like, I think close to my fingertips, but then you, you know what they don't tell you, right? You start getting the jaundice like right yes. around your face. And it, that was also really like greasy too. You had, and then, you know, I, if you lick them, it tastes like movie popcorn and stuff. And I was <laughs> like, you know what, man? Like I, after that, I was like, and it's not that classy. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I mean, like <laughs> in theory, but it's like, man, like the girlfriend I'm with now, if I would have <laughs> gone on the dates and showing up and smelling like that, but she would never have, uh, she would never have taken a chance with a uh, little older Ricky. So my, my thing would be, you know, as, as much as I like to joke around with them and I think, you know, darts are beauty, but I'd say, Try to live a fucking healthy life lifestyle. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah, for sure. My the men's league team that I play on, we play on a league in a league down in in Oshawa, and it's yeah, a mandatory. Yeah. Like we, you know, we come in the room after the game, we crush some Bud Lights, but yeah, everybody, yeah. we always have a team dart after the game, and there's only like one guy that legit smokes. So you yeah. know, every week we got a beer guy and a dart guy, and we all stand out and we have a dart and we just. We think we're so fucking sweet, but we're probably the biggest losers in the league. Nah. No, no. Dude, I used to do that too. So um, when I was, when I lived in Ottawa, like I played on like a couple of like, like whether it be men's league. And I also played like soccer too, just cause I like, I played sports, even though I kind of like chirp soccer. Cause you know, I'm a hockey guy first. Right. But I remember like after the, like literally after like I get off, like they pulled me up. I literally go to the, <laughs> sidelines and just like literally smoke a dart like all right coach i'm 
fucking ready to go. I don't know why I say coach. We didn't really have a coach. It was just like we would we would yeah. rotate, but I would literally like in between shifts, like just smoke. And then I'm just like, dude, like <laughs> that is beyond like greasy. Like there's there's no reason why you should even be working out or playing sports if you're gonna be smoking. Like, you know what I mean? My but it was it it, it was a good time. It was just like I said, trying to stick with the stick with that, right, buds? So if you're smoking the greasy darts, I know like you say you're not anymore. If you're smoking the yeah. greasy darts like Canadian classics, what kind of beers are you putting down? I like I see you as a Molson Canadian tall boy kind of guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, I guess because of the fact that, you know, Canadian as fuck, right? Like automatically people would assume uh Molson Canadian and Bud Light. <laughs> um, to be honest. I don't, I, I, I like beer, like just in general, like I, I would probably like, I was kind of like going through a phase where I would like actually crush some like, like, uh, imported stuff, which people wouldn't, wouldn't expect because didn't see that coming. Yeah, exactly, man. Like, I don't know. Like I, I like when I, when I do drink, I would crush like, like, uh, like Heineken's, which is like, I, I guess they're like so much in like Canada, right? Corona's and like um guinness peronis these are other ones i like but i man i'll take anything i actually switched over to vodka sodas though yes yeah yes every yeah i was in vegas one time with a bunch of buddies and you know what it's like in vegas like you get to your final day there and you can't literally like you're like i can't fucking drink anymore i can't yeah i was with a bunch of cowboys and my buddy was like hey try a vodka soda just try one and i was always yeah. like no 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 and i had one and i was like fuck it's like doing a chin up so i just kept drinking yeah. them and that's that's other than you know a cold bud light that's my drink of choice now is a vodka soda yeah well dude you know the thing is is like they just catch you off guard because number one usually when i'm drinking I'm like i if it's like hot out like buds i'm just out there like with a with a cold drink just on my on my balcony because i I live in the city, Toronto, so there's no, like, I don't own a house, bro. Like, you know what I mean? So when it's hot out there, just get it, just get it. And you suck those things back like waters. Let me, let me tell you. And next thing you know, like, you like, you're literally doing it to quench your thirst, like thirst. And you're like, man, I'm fucked up. Like literally after like (laughs) four of them. So, (laughs) so I've been, you know, during the winter months, I would have like a, like a few Guinnesses, you know, get some nice and heavy shit. It's like a meal, right? Sits in your stomach. And then I would switch over the vodka sodas. Now I do those, but, but I don't know. You suck those things back like water. I swear to God. And that's kind of tr- like, uh, when I go to, because I was drinking too much beer buds and I was growing like a, like a, like a, a barrel, you know what I mean? Oh, and yeah. The fucking, oh yeah. The, the milky tits. So I was just like, buds, I got to, uh, <laughs> I got to settle down a little bit, switch over to those things. They got less calories, you know? Oh, fuck. For sure. For sure. So, so some more Canadian, you're, what, what are your thoughts on Tim Horton's coffee? Oh, geez. Uh, I think it's absolute dog shit, to be honest. Uh, I have to, if I have a Tim Horton's (laughs) coffee, I legit have to drink that thing on the shitter. That's how quick it goes through. It's, it's. It's not even fair to be honest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, obviously, I meant like I mentioned them in like the content and stuff, right? But it's like, it, I don't know, but I my my first choice, like if I'm go if I'm gonna grab a coffee somewhere, is honestly McDonald's now. Like I, 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 I feel like Tim, I think Tim Hortons like used to use the same shit as McDonald's, but McDonald's upped their game and Tim Hortons fucked it around like hard. So 
I, I I don't know. I'm not really a huge fan of of Timmy's. Like I'll I'll go to it if there's like nothing like else like around. But definitely stay away from the coffee times, buddies. Those places are real fucked up. <laughs> I think every so, any any yeah. town that has a fucking coffee time, like that's just the coffee shop you don't fucking go to unless you're wearing like white Levi's in a leather jacket, right? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It, though, that's that's where know, the fucking skids hang out. That's how you know you live in a sketchy neighborhood if there's like a coffee time around there. So uh, anyways, um, yeah, like I, like I go to McDonald's, but also too, buds, like I enjoy myself some nice Brazilian coffee. Having the girlfriend, I get, I get some of the excellent, uh, the roast that, uh, that South America has to offer. So um, yeah, but like I, like I joke around about like, about like Tammy's, but I'm not buds. I don't know. They, their their coffee isn't isn't good. Let, let's be honest here. No, it fucking sucks. It's terrible. Yeah, it's yeah, terrible. yeah. So earlier on, you mentioned uh, earlier on, you mentioned that you're from Napanee. I yeah. saw on your Instagram you fucking tended a little goal for the Deseronto Bulldogs. So was yeah. that? Did you grow up like where did you grow up then? I mean, you consider yourself from Napanee, but did you grow up in Deseronto? Um. So I was born in like Kingston, like, but my, okay. but my family, my parents owned a house in Napanee. They don't live there anymore. So I grew up in like Napanee, Ontario. Um, so I started hockey like really late because yeah, like hockey is just an expensive sport. I have a twin brother and like, they couldn't afford to put us both in hockey. So right. it was like, so I was like, finally, when it was like, I was like 12, I was like, budge fucking throw me in some in some hockey right so <laughs> my mom ends up signing me up for um for the desert on a bulldogs because i didn't want to play in napanee because i knew once i started i was just going to be just a real bender or just like just a, <laughs> like just terrible so i ended up being a goalie and we didn't have a goalie the first game so i offered to be a goalie and let me tell you i got fucking lit up like huge save like i think we lost the game like 16 to 1 and i was just like <laughs> just awful and that was for the bulldogs so i started playing there and i kind of just like hid from all my friends in deserano and then my mom would like you know after the game like we we go to the, go get those uh those darts on the reserve get the cheap gas <laughs> and then and then go home and that was like so I grew up playing there. So uh, I mentioned it on my podcast and some fucking fan, I guess, just went on Wikipedia and included me under notable players, <laughs> <laughs> which is crazy because, I mean, like I never really, like, I played hockey for a few years, but I wasn't like by any means good. I was just a really big hockey fan. Right. So anyways, it was just. I had a good laugh about it, but uh, yeah, no, man, Deserano is a beauty place, man. I still got some friends out there and stuff like that, but home is uh, is Napanee, Ontario. So I'm from Uxbridge, Ontario, and our big rival is Port Perry, Ontario. Okay. Does Napanee, like, who's their big rival? Like, who's the neighboring town that they really fucking smash heads with? <laughs> I don't know, boys. That's kind of hard to, hard to, because we don't, like, on either side of, there's nothing there yeah like like we're 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 crammed right in the middle between kingston and belleville but don't like they're too like they're bigger than us so i don't think there's really like any type of like rivalry between napanee and anybody else um you know i think some people like maybe from from kingston because i went to high school there they might think like people from napanee like i don't know like fucking tip cows and like 
bathing <laughs> cow shit and stuff like that. But no, I mean, I was a pretty, I was a pretty normal kid. Wasn't too far, um, too far, like into the, like, I, I know it sounds weird. Listen to me now, like talk like the way, like the way I do, but I had like, you know, like I play it up a bit. Like I had a bit of an accent, but there was like people who were like hardcore. Like I never walked around with like camo or anything like that. Right. <laughs> yeah. And in small towns, if you got the camo, you know, you're, you're hoping you get laid. Like that's Fucking, like, yeah. You're... It's a sign of prestige with the camo. <laughs> God damn right. So I've been to Napanee several times. The greatest fucking thing about Napanee is the yeah. Flying J truck stop. That's my you first fucking... job. I could you could go in there and you can buy everything from a fucking CB radio to stuffed crust pizza. Every time I'm down that way, I make yeah. a point to stop at the fucking Flying J. Get it? Maybe yeah. get maybe just get a nice uh, Grand Slam at Denny's while I'm there too. Eh? Yeah, yeah, it's got everything. Buds, I, I uh, that was my first ever job. I worked at the at the Flying J. I was a dishwasher, and because uh, he said. <laughs> a little buffet there before. And I used to just go outside, just get fucking stoned. Like I would just go out there and smoke a joint, just wash dishes. Honestly, it was quite peaceful actually. Like one of the better jobs I've ever had. <laughs> Cause you just like, you know, you just do your own thing and, and whatever. And then I, they got me rolling pizza dough there too. when they got the thing, but I was fucking that up. And uh, yeah, I served the, the overnight shifts at Denny's, the graveyard shifts. Um, <laughs> Yeah, when I was trying to save some uh, some extra money, and uh, before I moved to like like Toronto or any of that stuff, so I'd go there from like I think it was like eleven a.m. till seven in the morning. And let me tell you, we wouldn't have customers for like three or four days. And I'd fucking fall asleep in a booth. Like I didn't even care. Like I was like just like whatever. Go tell the chef to make me a grand slam, and then just like just sleep right there. But yeah, it's uh, it's a great it's a great spot. But I mean, most people like they just know that like Napanee is a place to take a shit before you go to Ottawa, but <laughs> they got good nice... coffee. There's good coffee yeah. there. Yeah. Fucking yeah really yeah. good coffee. Actually really good. Right. It's so a nice, you... it's a nice little town. So are you a, uh, are you a big Napanee Raiders junior C fan or what? <laughs> uh, I mean, I had some buddies that like played on the team. I'd go out and like watch the games when I was, when I was a kid, when, when you're in like a small town, it's like, it's crazy. Like the people, like they all root for like the team. Like you got your Leafs fans and you got like your Habs fans. But when you're in Napanee, it's like you're, or any small town, you're a fan of like that town, like, like that yeah. town's team. So it's kind of like, it's kind of cool how that works. And like, you would also just have like the most random, like people that show up. Like we had this one legend in uh, Napanee and uh, people like, honestly, he's known, like, not just in like, fucking napanee like the whole area his name was i think like george Beatty, and he would just show up to every single napanee game whether it was napanee raiders fucking their rep team house league and he would just say the exact same thing like come on napanee come on napanee like that's it like he would just and he had like a he'd bring like a dog with them and no one would like really give a shit and i was like showing up to like minor hockey games with like no relation to a kid like in the city, that's the creepiest thing you could do. Like that guy in the city, yeah, yeah, would get arrested and get like a restraining order. But in Napanee, like that shit just flies because that one's like, yo, this dude supports you know small town on t- like his team and shit like that. So 
So the Raiders were kind of like, yeah, like it was, they had like, a, I think it was Tuesday night games when I was a kid, you'd go out there and I mean, they'd pack the place. Right. And I guess the, I guess the guys there, like some of the players there felt like they were like, you know, fucking stars. It's not like they were going to the show or anything, but no. it's uh yeah, you get like a certain type of celebrity status when you're in um, like a small town. Back in the day I played, uh, back in the day I played a playoff series against the Raiders when I was playing for Uxbridge in the old rink. And, uh, I remember remember going in there and yeah, the place was fucking rammed and, uh, we, we ended up beating Napanee in six games, but they had some fucking big, tough looking motherfuckers. And then, oh yeah, it was a pretty, it was, it was an intimidating fucking place to play. Let me tell you that I was like 17 years old, scared shitless out there, but yeah, it was, it was a great experience. Napanee, Napanee's I've coached against them in a playoff series too. And I think that yeah. guy you were talking about, George, I'm pretty sure he was there. And this was in the new arena. But uh, yeah, I've spent some time in Napa yeah, against got, the Raiders. He got, punched, he got punched in the face by like someone on the opposing team. Because <laughs> I just randomly. But no, so fun fact about that old barn. I didn't even know this. My buddy told me that apparently the Red Wings played there. Oh, really? The old, yeah, yeah. Because um, I guess like, I don't know like how it worked. One of the coaches was like, I don't know if he was like fucking hooking up with a, with a girl like from the t- I forget how it went, but they orchestrated a game through like relate and then the Red Wings played the Napanee Raiders. This is like a nineteen like fucking fifty or something, and they won like eleven to one. And I'm like, dude, how does Napanee even score a goal against <laughs> a National <laughs> Hockey League, right? But yeah, no, I don't know what it is. They build these crazy athletes in Napanee, like these big fuckers. Like in rugby, they're always like these big like just meatheads, but like. The nicest guys, you know, they you grab a bottle, smash it on their head, they wouldn't even move. They just fucking stare at you. That's what oh, happens. Oh, yeah. It's got these got these gentle giants, but uh yeah, I know, man. Like, I mean, nothing but great things to say about about the area. So one last question, and then I'm gonna let you go. Being from Napanee, do you ever finger slam Avril Levine? <laughs> uh I, I figured that was coming, but it's, uh no, I never I never have. And I, I've, it, I've sort of made like, um, I guess like sort of shout out, shout out slash calling her out um, a few times. So she actually used to babysit like one of my childhood friends. Oh yeah. So I would sometimes hang out with him and I'd see like, like Avalon. It wasn't like a big deal. She was just a young girl. Or she, that, yeah. Before she was famous. That's it. She was just like a young girl that sang. Like, you know how like every community has that, like that one girl or and oh, guy, yeah. like just musicians, right? So it's just people that like music. And that's all like she was before all this happened. Now I tell this story a lot, but I don't know, like apparently she doesn't remember this, but I'm telling you it happened. But I'm one one year for Halloween, we went to her house trick-or-treating, and they didn't have any <laughs> like they didn't want to give. Have you heard me explain this story? No, I I've never heard oh, this. Okay. Okay, so she didn't want any trick-or-treaters at her house. And this was like the year she got famous. So they had like a sign that said like no trick-or-treaters and all this shit. So we ended up knocking on the door and someone just comes out and grills us. And it was fucking her. She was just being like, read the sign. Like apparently there was a sign that said no trick-or-treaters. And I'm like, who doesn't give out candy to Halloween? I'm like, fuck you. Why do you have to be so complicated? (laughs) But... um, (laughs) Yeah, yeah, there's a punchline to that joke. I didn't actually say that because I didn't know she was going to become famous and make that song. But I, I said, you know, you say that in the fucking joke and you tie fucking everything right. together. But, Absolutely. But she was, uh, 
<laughs> no, but seriously, like apparently my buddy saw her at a wedding and asked her about that because he they knew like mutual people and she's like, Oh, I don't remember that. I'm like, Yeah, it fucking happened. You 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 big dogged us, but uh I don't know, what can I say? Give out candy on Halloween, right? Don't be a pigeon. Yeah, don't be a fucking loser. So yeah. <laughs> anyways, listen, I, I'm gonna let you go, but hey, uh, that was that was awesome. I thank you again so much for your time. For those listening, you can follow him. It's at Rick Rowley3 on Instagram. And yeah. please, by all means, check out his podcast too. It's called Beauty Sauce. You're gonna enjoy it. You have my word. Rick, uh, that was awesome. Thanks so much. I had a blast doing this. I hope you did too. Yeah, no problem, uh, Trevor. Thank you very much for having me. And we'll fucking do this again sometime, right, buds? Yeah, you bet. Take it easy, pal. All right, bye. So there you have it, folks. Fucking Rick Rowley on the Cox Talks podcast. Uh, you know what? The the first real... Um, I'm going to call him a celebrity. The guy's a celebrity. He's an Instagram celebrity. The first celebrity we've ever had on the Cox Talks podcast, besides myself, of course. <laughs> Roland McFadden, he's becoming a bit of a celebrity after being on the Cox Talks podcast. But I'll tell you what, uh, very, very appreciative to Rick. Uh, Rick, I hope you caught the episode. I hope you catch the episode. Uh, I'm not sure you understand how appreciative I am of you coming on and uh, helping promote my show, my podcast, on your media pages. Uh, so once again, thanks. Thanks. And, and you know what? Rick was good enough. All I did, I just reached out to Rick via social media. I said, Hey, starting a podcast would love if you could come on and just shoot the shit with me. I love your stuff on Instagram. I'd actually heard him first on uh, missing. Well, that's not true. I had seen some of his stuff on Instagram. Got a, got a lot of laughs out of it. Thought it was great. And then actually I, I heard him on the missing curfew podcast and he was, he was sensational. He was unreal. I laughed the whole time. So I just, I just reached out to him, slid into his DM, said, Hey Rick, how about you come on, uh, help a guy get his podcast going. And he was more than willing to come on. And again, very appreciative of, of very appreciative of him coming on, taking the time. The guy's got a busy schedule. Um, his stand-up comedy is coming back now, uh, slowly but surely. So once again, Rick, fuck, I feel like I did it 27 times already, but thanks very much. Appreciate it. And of course, that interview brought to you by Harrison Electrical Services. Hey, get a hold of Chris Harrison at Harrison Electrical Services. You can call him at 416-560-8257. Once again, that's 416-560-8257. Everything from panel changes to light fixtures, custom homes, you name it, you call Chris at Harrison Electrical Services. They're going to get you looked after. They won't leave you out in the dark. <laughs> See what I did there? Yep. I know you did. And uh, hey, he'll get you looked after at a very reasonable cost, and he's a really nice guy too. Really nice guy. Don't forget to ask him for a Harrison Electrical Services hat, too. Good hats, better electrician. Harrison Electrical Services, proud sponsors of the Cox Talks podcast. And finally, of course, one more piece of business for the Cox Talks podcast. On the bonus episode, we talked about places you can go and have a public poop because we all spend time on the road. We all have a hard time pooping in public places, especially if the fucking... Oh, I can't believe the, 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 one more time, the shape, I guess, of these bathrooms that you roll into. Like, Jesus Christ, we are a messy, messy fucking breed of mammals. Are we not? 
Oh, it's disgusting some of these bathrooms you walk into. But listen, I got a nice spot for you people out there, okay? So I know for a fact that I got a lot of truckers that listen to this show. And if even if you're not a trucker, you're probably a guy that spends a lot of time in a truck. Whether you're hauling grain, you're hauling lumber, you're hauling gravel, you're hauling freight, you name it. I know the boys out at Skelton Truck Lines. Sometimes I got a couple listeners out there. Shout out to Skelton Truck Lines there. Listen, you drivers out there, you professional drivers, great place to take a poop is in the casino at the Mohawk Raceway. Okay, so that's out in Campbellville, Ontario, out on the Guelph Line. And from what I understand, the bathroom out there if you go into the casino side at the raceway, Mohawk Raceway, the bathroom in there is spick and span. I've been told you can eat off the floor. And the best part about this is if you're driving that big rig, you know, just gear jamming down the QEW or the 401 or whatever, lots of parking for the big rig, okay? Wheel that Peterbilt in there, throw on the fucking air brakes, go in, take a crunch, Fuck, hit the slots on your way out. Throw a 20 in the slot machine because I'll tell you what, pooping on company time is maybe the greatest way to spend your time at work. But hey, if you can take 10 to 15 minutes to to, uh, piss away 20 bucks in the slot machine, fuck, it makes it even better. So that's our first public poop location of the Cox Talks podcast. The casino side of the Mohawk Raceway, okay? A big shout out to Mark who sent that in to the Cox Talks podcast, Mark C. Um, from Oxbridge, Ontario. Oh, that's that's um, that's too obvious. Let's go with M. Kane. Yeah, M. Kane from Oxbridge, Ontario. He's the one that sent that in to the Cox Talks podcast here. And hey, I'll tell you what, if there's a guy out there that's going to appreciate a good clean crunch, it's going to be Mark C. <laughs> from Oxbridge, Ontario. So listen, that wraps up another episode of the podcast. Please don't forget, let me know the best donuts, the best bakeries. Maybe, fuck, maybe it's a cinnamon bun. I don't care. A cherry pie. Cherry pies are my favorite. Also, for you listeners out there, anybody looking to bake me a pie, love cherry pie. And your public poop locations. Let's get those in. Oh, shit. We're not done yet. I got to get something off my chest. Okay, I got to get something out in the open. I posted it on my social media page. Okay, I had a gift. A young lady, Brooklyn Ferguson. Shout out, Brooklyn. Thanks very much. Brooke, you probably go by Brooke now because you're a teenager. So you go by Brooke. Okay, Brooke was nice enough to make me two. Okay, folks, did you hear me? Two t-shirts. Okay, special gift. She made them herself. So... For you folks out there that are asking me for some Cox Talk swag, it is not yet available. I am keeping those two t-shirts for myself as they were a gift. Okay? Cox Talk swag is not yet available, but if there if I garner enough interest, that's maybe something we can make happen. And I'll tell you what, any sponsors out there, any sponsors out there listening, maybe you want to pick up the tab for some Cox Talk swag, get a hold of me. We can talk about it. <coughs> Skeleton truck lines. Um, so, yeah, let's go from there. Another episode of the Cox Talks podcast in the books. Thanks for listening. Uh, hope you enjoyed the show.